Welcome to Kinky Allergy. I am your host, Duh Kinky Kid, but you, you can call me Kinky. I have been in the sex industry for over 25 years. I am a sexual beast and I love to keep it kinky. How satisfied are you with your current sex life? Consider what you've had, what you've got, how it's working and how it's not, plus what you want more of and less of, including desires, feelings, concerns, frustrations, and fantasies. We are learning how to keep it kinky. Let's go. Hey, and welcome to episode three of Kinky Allergy. Tonight's um, episode is What Spot? G-Spot. So I will be talking about the G-Spot, the pleasure it deserves, and the pleasure it does not get. I'll also do some sex toy reviews, and most definitely I'll keep it kinky and stay around later for the Q&A. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I like to start each night off with my orgasm of the day. In my book, 365 Ways to Keep It Kinky, I give 15 different orgasms women can have and six men can have. And I will give you one a week for the season. But cop that book if you really want to keep it kinky. Available on my website, www.dougkinkykid.com and Amazon. And like I said, today's orgasm is G-Spot. So during the first season of my podcast, like I said, I will be introducing a new orgasm to you, and today's is G-Spot. I'm going to uh, say this, and if you follow me, then you've heard me say this before. If you as a woman and your man as the pleasure maker of your pussy do not know how long it takes for your G-spot to engorge, then your sex is not as good as you think it is. 70% of women have never had an orgasm from vaginal penetration. I'm gonna say that again. 70% of women have never had an orgasm from vaginal penetration, never. We continuously allow our partners to enter us before we are even prepared for penetration. We let them enter us before we're even pre- prepared for a penetration. Too many of us are being fucked and before our pussies are even ready for the dick. Even male dogs sniff and lick the bitch before he enters. <laughs> Real talk. Most men have finished before our bodies are even ready to begin. And we can't just blame it on the men because that's your body and you need to know. So like me, it takes my G-spot 20 minutes to engorge. So what that means is that I need 20 minutes of foreplay before he even decides or wants to enter me. He has to do something to stimulate me for at least 20 minutes if I want my G, if I want to experience a G-spot orgasm. So it's really important to figure this out. At the end of this, I will be playing a video um, that I've done, I did a few years ago on YouTube. It's also available on YouTube called Tommy or G-Spot, but it'll be attached to the end of this podcast as well. So you can hear how you can learn how to see how long it takes for your G-Spot to engorge. Because this is something you need to know for yourself. And if you're in a committed relationship with somebody who cares about your orgasm, they need to know also how long it takes for your G-spot to engorge. Because if they care about you, they'll learn to please you for that 
amount of time beforehand. So that's really, really important. Okay. What's Sealy say? He just climb on top of me and he do his business. As a woman, this makes us disconnect. It makes us not even want to have sex. It makes us feel used. We lay there waiting for our partner to hurry up. Use us. That's it. And not so they can get off of us. It takes two to tango, yet so many women do not get to dance. Do you know how to speak to your woman's body? Do you know how to include her in your sexual dance? Ladies, you have to know what your body can do to allow this sexual dance to flow. The G-spot is like a, a gateway to profound love, a deeper connection emotionally, and pure pleasure, or as some say, ecstasy. Do you even know what ecstasy really is? Do you know what sex is really is? Two souls becoming one. Two, not him nutting and you just laying there feeling, what about me? What about me? A lot of you may feel as though you don't have a G-spot or that you just don't orgasm or you're broke. <laughs> you don't work. The reality is that between you and your partner, neither one of you all know much about how your body works. So again, you want a man who is skilled and knows, but this is, this is your body and your responsibility. The pleasure that you reap from that, that's yours. So if you really want it, you have to do the work that it takes to be able to not only receive this pleasure, but know what it takes for it to happen. You know, is that kind of the same thing? You know what I'm saying, <laughs> but you're going to learn today. I'm going to help you all today because I've been doing this for 10 years and some of you all might not, not know, but I teach classes and one of my classes is called a kinky orgasm class and not even that, but just my years of doing everything I do. I've encountered so many women who do not orgasm. These beautiful women, these intelligent, these smart, these, I got a good job and I got this and I got this, but I have never had a vaginal orgasm. All of these women come to me and they don't orgasm. So I try my best to help you all learn how to work your body because a lot of you all lay down, and I believe I said this in episode one, and you wait for him to curl your toes. But if you do not know what it takes for your toes to be curled, how can you accept that pleasure? It's really important for you on your own. I don't want to masturbate. I don't want to. Do you want to orgasm? <laughs> do you want to know what ecstasy feels like? Do you want to know? Do you want to feel more than just being used? Do you want to get up happy? Do you want to wave at people in the street? You know, do you want to love your kids and be like, oh, mommy, love yourself. Oh, you look like your damn daddy. You know, you want to. A lot of people are miserable, and it's because you're not having orgasms. I could tell. Yeah, anyway, I don't. I think. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I hope that you all will take the time to learn how to nourish and romance your own body, and then introduce your body to your partner. So many of us allow our pleasure to be the pleasure that we give our partners, or we just totally disconnect from sex altogether, putting our all into our kids, into our work, into learning stuff for ourselves. But that's not fair to you. You need to put just as much energy into your pleasure as 
you do everything else in your life, but you'll take the other stuff and make that more because, well, maybe I'm just doing it wrong or maybe I'm broke. Like I said, a lot of times it's not even your fault because you were not taught that you need to know this. So that's why I have this. That's why I'm doing this podcast because I want you all to learn that your pleasure is your responsibility. He is a vessel or your partner is a vessel in that, but it's your responsibility. So um, you are the host and he is the guest, okay? Ladies, you are the power to his supply. I'm going to say that again. You are the power to his supply. There is power in the pussy. I'm preaching tonight, y'all. But in order for her to be powerful, you have to turn her on. Foreplay. 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 Did you hear me earlier when I said that even before a dog sticks it in, he licks his bitch? Foreplay is a necessity. It really is. If you just rush inside of her, the amount of time you spend in her is not enough to ignite the power in her pussy. So you have to prepare her for your entry. I'm going to say that again. If you just rush inside of her, the amount of time you spend in her is not enough to ignite the power in her pussy. So you have to prepare her for that entry. So what's this power you speak of, Kinky? What's that? It's the, it's this goddess, you hear me? It's this goddess power that is able to turn sex into a spiritual experience. Now, I speak a lot if on my YouTube channel, you all here, I am very spiritually rooted, but I am actually and honestly a sexual beast in this as well. And I am very comfortable in my sexuality because of how powerful I am in my spirituality. So when you really learn to accept and adapt in yourself, you'll see the connection of you all having sex. The real, the real purpose is you you want to know how to give him your power when he plugs in when the two of you start to vibrate to the same rhythm oral sex penetrative sex works so much better when you understand rhythm the beats of your hearts and and your body become one that's the real purpose of sex for two souls to become one not for you to get your nut and hope that i get mine Anyway, that yin and that yang, that yin giving to the yang and that yang giving to the yin, you know? So the yin and yang stand for man and woman. Now they become a melody. They become a harmony. Now you tangle. Now you're part of the dance. We are able to experience altered states of consciousness consciousness during sex, which when done correctly will completely relax us and allow us to experience peaks of orgasmic expression. Hmm. I want you ladies to be more of adventurers instead of givers or or receivers, you know, because a lot of us just getting and we ain't getting nothing out of it. You have to want more. You have to be more aware, more receptive, more open. You cannot demand, depend on your partner, because a lot of us don't know if you, you know, if you'll ever get there. So you have to know how to do this on your own, because when he gets there, he's not caring if you're there or not. Most women associate the clitoris with um, 
with orgasm. But the pussy is more orgasmic. It has more orgasmic states, um, meaning it's a lot of different orgasms you can have within your pussy. And I will talk about those in, in future podcasts, but the vagina, the pussy is more orgasmic than the clitoris. But because so many of you all do not know your body, you rely on your clitoral orgasm. So going back to what I said in um, episode one, so with that in mind as well, if you do rely on this clitoral orgasm, you need to make sure you pick partners who are able to please you orally. You need to find that out. You can't, because you think he loves you, think all of a sudden now he's going to start licking pussy if he wasn't a pussy licker when he met you. So if you know your pussy needs attention because you're not in tune with your G-spot, then you need to always make sure you pick partners who are willing to please you orally. And I'm always for, men. you know, I'm not anti-man. I'm not. I love men and I have a big male following and I teach men as well. But what I am doing is educating you all to know the dick is not enough. It's not. And it's not just your responsibility to know this. It's hers as well. So I want both of you all to educate yourself more. I'm just the messenger. It's up to you to seek your own understanding. Um so I want to make sure that you all take the time and not only watch this, but if it's anything that I say that piques your interest, you know what I'm saying? I want you to make sure that you look, you check it out. Now, every sex session is not like this, but when me and my man have sex or make love after foreplay, once my, after foreplay, and once my man enters me, I have 15 to 20 orgasms. Hear me out. I have 15 to 20 orgasms before he is at a point where he says that he is a, he's ready to come. Now, at this point, when he tells me that he is ready to come, I choose at that point to orgasm with him at the same time. Now, before I learned about Tantra, before I connected my spirituality to my sex and knew about two souls becoming one, it was very rare that I was able to, I think maybe twice, I experienced the orgasm with somebody at the same time. It was some knucklehead who didn't deserve it probably, and I don't understand how they got it, but it wasn't, it's a totally different experience when you are in the same rhythm and the same zone and, and it's those two souls uniting and becoming one. So it's really important to learn about this rhythm. But when he orgasms, then when he says he's ready to orgasm, then I have two orgasm and we have this one big explosive, explosive orgasm. And that's an amazing feeling. And we have this 95% of the time that we have sex, 95% of the time we end up orgasming at the same time. And it's no, it's no tricks, it's no, it's no, you know, no games or I'm not spitting nothing because it was a point in my life where I never had an orgasm. I'm open and very honest with you all. It was a point where I never had a vaginal orgasm in my life, never. You know, I squirted maybe once or twice. Now I'm a squirter, you know. So just when you learn you get to experience more. And I want you all to experience.
friends. Because a lot of my women don't, you know, look at sex the way that they should. They don't get out of it what they want to make them just, you know, crave it the way that they should. A lot of them crave it, but not because of pure pleasure, but because of wanting to give that pleasure in order to try to keep a partner. And that's really not fair to her. So I want you, if you're going to lay down and give somebody your body, I want you to get everything you can out your body in that in that moment. You know what I'm saying? So it's really important to learn about your G-spot. Um, now, if he tells you he's ready to come or he's ready to nut, however he says it, and you're not there yet, don't be mad at him. Don't try to force yourself. It's just some more work to do. And just relax and, and enjoy being with him at that moment and try to orgasm another way or make sure that you got that other orgasm before you got into this situation. So in one sex session, we talked about first uh, episode, we talked about clitoral. So that should be knocked out the box before he enters you in the first place, a clitoral orgasm. The second episode, we talked about nipple. Now, he can incorporate your nipples while he's eating you out or in some more foreplay, just stimulating you and playing with you and massaging you. So it's two orgasms that you can actually have before he even enters you. So don't feel as though if you're not able to reach a G-spot, that you cannot be orgasmic because in my book some of you all probably have it some of you all don't i have a book 365 ways to keep it kinky i guess you can see it and in this book i give 15 different kinds types of orgasms that we as women can have so it's really important for you to know how orgasmic your body is and figure these orgasms out. So when you lay down with somebody, you can benefit before you get up, you know? So it's really important for you to know that. Um, but this is a good book. It's available on um, Amazon and it's also available on my website. Uh, I remember when I was younger, I felt like <laughs> I don't have a G-spot. You know, I, I felt like I just came without one. And like I mentioned a little while ago, I had I had sex with men. I had sex with big men. I had sex with big and big dick men, you know, and little dick men. And, and I never had an orgasm. And a part of me thought it was maybe some trauma I had experienced beforehand. And then I was able to orgasm when I was, was with women. And every time I was with a woman, I had to orgasm. But as I grew older and I educated myself and I learned, sometimes it could be trauma, but a lot of times it could just be not knowing, you know, or not really understanding your body. So again, I knew I had a spot but did I know how to activate it did I know how to you know to make it engorge I thought it was just supposed to be there instantly when I stuck my finger in me or I thought if he got hard that meant I'm hard on the inside or something you know we're ignorant because nobody teaches oh well I teach but we're ignorant because we don't know but once you learn then now the responsibility becomes yours because you both him and you, who, her, are responsible for your own orgasm. You are just the other vessel for the other person to come to, and you all become one. But you have to know what to bring to be receptive of the pleasure that you all want to bring together and unite to, whoo, you know, just whew, orgasm together. Mm. Anyway, so I, I have 
a G spot or, you know, thought my breast might have been my G spot because I used to like to play with my breast a lot or some other crazy stuff. But um, so many of us women feel broke. And I had a lady in her 40s message me yesterday and she wanted me to get her some enhancements. Now, they had these enhancements out here like she orgasms or the pink pussy pink pussy cat peel. Um, and I have a video on YouTube about my experience with the pink pussy cat peel. It was an amazing experience. But what it's called is a sexual enhancement. So I don't want you ladies going out and running and taking all these pills, thinking that these pills are some magic thing to help you orgasm. They are an enhancement to the orgasms that you are already having. So if you're not having orgasms, these will not magically make you orgasm. So it's really important that you know that, okay? Um, if you're not orgasming, these pills will not help you. Um, the G-spot is actually a mass of spongy erectile tissue that surrounds the urethra. It's not easy to find or stimulate like the clitoris, the, the dick, or the prostate. That's because the G-spot is internal. So it's harder to see, but it's also because it's not actually an organ. It's more of an area and it's called the G-spot area. It's a super um, concentration of very pleasurable nerves, terminals that are connected to the internal portion of the clitoris. And these terminals are housed in a small amount of erectile tissue called our um, urethral sponge a structure in which contains a large amount of blood vessels, the skin's gland, which is where our female ejaculate comes from, not the bladder. So I'm going to stop and talk about th that for a minute. So many women and men are turned off about the, the idea of squirting because they have been led to believe that it's pee. So it's not, okay? Um, It comes through the urethra. Now, so does urine because it comes from the bladder. And when it travels through the bladder, it empties out from the urethra. Now, you'll hear somebody say, oh, I got pregnant from pre-cum. Well, pre-cum does not contain sperm. Well, if pre-cum doesn't contain sperm, how can one get pregnant from pre-cum? Well, if he has sex earlier or if he masturbates or ejaculates and there's some sperm left over in his um, urethra when he um, gets on top of you and the pre-cum leaks out or comes out, that pre-cum will have sperm that was already sitting in the urethra. And that's the same thing with the squirt and the pee. Yes, squirt will have some mild traces because it's flowing through the urethra, but where does it come from? It comes from the actual skin's gland. And I don't know, y'all acting funny, but my, my squirt is sweet, okay? It don't even, you it don't taste like pee. And any woman who squirts, when you squirt, oh, you can tell it don't, it's totally different from how we feel when you urinate. When you squirt, you, oh, hey, you know, it's a totally different feeling. So the G-spot um, area is located in the uh, front wall of the woman's vagina. I'm going to use my hand as the vagina. About one and a half to inch, two inches right inside. So you go up in here like this. 
And when you get up in there, um, right behind the clitoris and the pubic bone, and you reach over in front of the um, front wall, it's a little hump inside there. And then pushing up and in with pressure with the your fingertip and like a little come here motion that um, in the back of that slope, that's over where it is. But if you just go in there right away, you're not going to feel it. So again, I'll be playing the video at the end that'll tell you how to time it so you can learn and finally go in there and do feel, you know, where it, the little hard area is. And the G-spot will swell up during sexual stimulation. And it's between the size of maybe a dime or a nickel. And most of the time, like I said, it's either in the 12 o'clock spot or uh, to the 1 o'clock or the 11 o'clock if you're in front of her, if you're positioned in front of her. It takes a little time and a little patience, the right angle and the right pressure, but it's worth it. Um, I, I mentioned this earlier. Uh, I was I received a video about a month or so ago about a lady talking about the G spot and how it takes 45 minutes. You know, women need that. Um, it does vary. From my knowledge on the average with all the ladies I've taught and the ladies I've spoken to over the years, they more average out about 20 minutes. So again, but yours can be different because I have had some women say 40 minutes. I've had some women say five minutes. I had some say 10. But the truth is we all need more than what we're getting to get where we want to go, you know? So just... Figure out and learn your body. Don't be ashamed to put some work in to know what it is you need to get the pleasure you deserve. Now, do you squirt? Do you squirt? Can you make her squirt? How do you squirt? Ladies, now we can gush, we can ejaculate, and we can squirt. And none of those equate orgasm. So you will have some men say, oh, I do this thing to my girl, and uh, it's this light, milky, this light, milky substance that comes out of her, or sometimes when you pull your dick out, you'll see this creamy stuff. Now, sometimes it might be all over the dick. You know what I'm saying? It's this light, white, creamy-like substance. That's cum or gushing. Old school, we used to say cum. Now the correct term is gush or gushing. That's what that is. And some women, while you still fuck them, they'll take it and push it. So at the base of your penis, you'll just have a ring of cum right there. Now, if you ever pull your dick out, and when you pull your dick out along the line of your pubic hair and the top of your dick, it's a little light, white, milky substance coming across there. That is ejaculation. And that comes out of her urethra. Now, we can squirt out of our urethra and we can ejaculate out of our urethra. urethra. <laughs> and we can, and we gush from our vaginas and we can squirt from our vaginas. So you really want to understand what is give, giving you what and what things you can actually do. No two women's sexual response is identical. It's not. It's not. So I don't care what you did to old girl. That's not what you're going to do to me. Understand that. Women like variety, different things at different times. Are you woman enough to figure out what that is to show him? And are you man enough to hear her or figure it out on your own? <laughs> and a lot of times they're not. And our home... Our hormones change and at different times of the month. So sometimes that can have something to do with it too. 
I read something that said that um, the G spot is like Bigfoot. Everyone has heard of it, but few have actually experienced the wonders of it. Now, comparing a G-spot orgasm to a clitoral orgasm, um, I want you to think of your two favorite desserts, right? They're both good. Very good, but they're different. Sometimes you want one more than the other. But when you get them, each one is satisfying in its own right. And that's the difference. It's a clitoral orgasm is nice. It's amazing. But what if you could have a clitoral orgasm, a nipple orgasm, a G-spot orgasm? And this is so many orgasms we can have. Why settle for one or none or one when you can have so many? So it's really important for you to um, know what it is that your body is capable of so you can experience these orgasms. So... I hope you all took something away from this segment and you understand how important it is to incorporate your G-spot into your sex and how important it is for you by yourself to learn how long it takes for your G-spot to engorge and not be able afraid to tell your partner, hey, this is what I need from you. So now we're going to um, do some sex, sex toys. toys. From time to time, I would like to incorporate toys that not only do I show in my classes, but I like to use in my own personal sexual escapades. These toys are a great addition to any sexual rump. But if your partner can't do the things that the toys can, just show them. Keep it kinky. So when I teach, I'm not a sex toy lady, and I'm very adamant about making sure people understand that. But I do sell toys, um, and I have them available on my website, uh, thekinkykid.com. And I do bring them when I teach my classes. To me, you want to make sure that you can do what the toy can do without the toy. The toy should be an addition, addition, not the only thing giving you pleasure. You should not lay down next to your man. He gets off, and then when he goes to sleep, you either have to rub one out, pull your vibe out, go in the bathroom, take a shower so you can get an orgasm. That's cool just to bust a nut when you're feeling something, but when he ain't making you feel nothing, that's not what you keep doing. That's why you're sad and upset and mad at the world, okay? So it's really important that you, you know, learn your body. Now, tonight I'm going to give you all some G-Spot vibrators. Um, I'm going to show you two of them that I have that I use in my tester bag. But when you go to my website, I have a couple of different ones that you can check out and buy and look at them because everyone feels different. And I remember when I was younger, I had bought a G-Spot um, stimulator. And it was kind of shaped like this one, but it had the, uh, this part right here was, um, more of a circle and I used it and I did not like it because you know I wanted to learn my G-spot so I bought this toy and it wasn't doing for me what I needed it to do so I was very put off by G-spot vibrators um then now that I sell sex toys I try to try all my toys so I have this one in my collection personally I love this now, I don't use it by itself, um, but I 
do use it in addition to clitoral stimulation. And this is battery rated. And I'm going to tell you all something about battery operated and USB in a minute, but I'm going to finish explaining this. Now, this angle right here, again, when I said when you go into the pussy, you want to go in like a come here motion. So this has that come here type of thing because you want to go inside the vagina and behind that bone, I said, it's like a little area up in there. So this gets to that area. And sometimes you have to play with it. And once you get it in, you want to drop your wrist so you can get this to be on an angle because you want to get that motion like this. And the reality is, men's dicks don't be curving up like that. And when I tell men that you need to rock her pussy, that's why I want you all to rock because you all go and you just pound. And when you just pound, you just going straight back here, but that's going, that's surpassing her G-spot. So when you learn how to put your dick in her and rock, rock, not pound, <laughs> but rock, you it'll change a, a lot of what your dick is able to do when it's inside of her. So it's really important to um, know these little things. But like I said, it's hard to find your G-spot, but using a toy can make it a lot easier. Now, if you are a woman who wants to lose a toy, I would suggest you first use it by yourself so you can be comfortable, you won't feel weird, and then um, get used to it, then you can introduce it to your partner. And again, you, the angle, the pressure is different, and you want to try different ones. It still may take some practice but you you will find it if you really put in the time and the effort you'll find it and watch the video at the end to help you time it this will really help so i have two of them i'll show you another one but both of these are battery operated now i prefer battery um because when i'm out on the road because i don't want to have to you put in a usb and stuff like that but battery operated toys give a nice buzz so i don't know if you all can hear that but this is a battery and these are two like dollar store batteries so they're not expensive at all but this is battery operated now this one has three different functions it has one two and three three is my best friend but now i have another one now this was this one is silicone silicone is real soft it feels good this is also battery operated um but this one is the one that when you put it on you can't hear it as loud but it has the um different settings like the zzz, 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 you know I, I don't i don't need all of that but uh some women do so i have a few that i like myself and i put them on my website www.thekinkykid.com so they range anywhere from 30 to i believe the highest one i have on there is 60 and they all have some of them are usb and some of them are batteries and USB toys last a little bit longer. I mean, no, battery-operated toys last a little bit longer than USB. But if you use a battery-operated toy in between your uses, make sure that you pull out your battery, take your batteries out. Because sometimes if you're not a, a constant masturbator, they can rust inside of there. Um, your toys should not be the only source of your pleasure. I really want you all to understand that. And if your toy is able to make you orgasm, lay down in front of your partner and show them. Show them that you work. Let them know that the two of you all together need to come and 
help you achieve what this toy is making you do because you can do it. You shouldn't only be able to squirt in private. You shouldn't only be able to squirt through masturbation. You know, you can squirt with somebody else assisting and being a part of the situation. So, you know, um, and if you tried toys and they didn't work, it's a lot of them out here. Try different ones. Don't let a bad toy keep you from trying a new toy. You know, um, it's really important for you all to figure that out. So I want you all to um, do that. And now we're going to go into love like a kink. Love like a kink. Self-love is not arrogance. Self-love is about accepting your faults, your strengths, your inner beauty, your purpose, and using them towards your growth. Self-love is what you do for yourself, not how you feel about yourself. We all struggle with it at one point or another. We have to learn to accept ourselves and seek our own approval rather than needing the approval of others. In order to truly be kinky, you have to love yourself. Here's your daily self-love affirmation. Let's go. Okay, so again, as is stated, I am so into being true to me. Um, I'm going to give you all a couple of affirmations and then we're going to go into the question Q&A section of the podcast. But I am really big on saying I'll never love anybody as, love as, I, as much as I love myself. And in relationships, when I've said this, once I've been told that that was selfish and another time I was told that that hurts, you know, but you all have to understand if you try to put anything before you, your relationship, your job, your children, you will not reap the true benefits of it because you won't believe that you're worth it. So I have to love me enough to know that the love, the desire, the passion, whatever I'm feeling from these outside things in my life, I'm worth that pleasure. So I love me and I have to put me first. But if you let society and the world think that your, your pleasure or your, your happiness is not first, then that's when you're going to walk behind with your head down a lot of the times. You have to know that everything you desire, you deserve. And pleasure should be one of those things that you desire. Because I swear to God, you deserve it. <laughs> you know, but so going into my, um, my affirmations that I have, uh, one of them is I am a goddess. Now, these are affirmations for women um, tonight. Sometimes I give, I give some for both men and women, but these are for women because tonight was dedicated to the G-spot. I really want you to learn your G-spot. I want you to understand how powerful that you can be in the, you know, in the pussy. Your pussy does have power, but, you know, my power ain't in my pussy. So I'll talk about that later. <laughs> Okay, another one. My, my pussy is powerful, which I just said. My pussy is orgasmic. I love my pussy and I'm proud of it. I accept my body and all of its fluids. I know where my G-spot is and, and I am in control of my orgasms. So these are some affirmations that you can tell yourself on your journey to exploring and learning more about you. I, um. I see I have a couple of comments, so I'm going to see what they say. And then we're going to, hey, hey, everybody's just talking. Hey, from Houston. Hey, Houston, how you all doing? Thank you all for tuning in if you're still here. Um, I'm about to play this video. And catch me live 
at on Wednesdays at eight o'clock. I think it comes on Facebook and it comes on YouTube. So make sure that you all check me out on there. And thank you so much. Enjoy the video and as always, keep it kinky. What's up, Kink Squad? I wanna talk about timing your G-spot. How long does it take your G-spot to come and gorge? You know, I teach a lot of classes and I talk to a lot of women and so many women have never even experienced an orgasm. And you all are letting me fuck you in every which way but correctly. And you all are at fault for that mostly because you need to know your body in order to be able to accept pleasure. I'm going to put the um, pleasure video up here so in the um, cards so you can watch that video after this one if you haven't seen my pleasure video. We all have a G-spot and some women try to go find their G-spot and they can't find it. Men try to find their G-spot and they can't find it. So some women's G-spots take different times to be able to become engorged. This kinky masturbation technique is for you to time your G-spot. So foreplay is more than just kissing and pussy, you know, second day. Foreplay is all of that that takes place in order to lead up to the actual sex. Eating pussy, kissing, those are just parts of foreplay. Foreplay can be reading eroticism, foreplay can be watching porn, um, it can be massaging, it can be making out. It's a lot of different things. Find out what you like, like you like porn, you know what I'm saying? So when you cut on your porn, go in there and take your finger and put it inside of your pussy. You'll see, you'll be like, I don't have no G-spot, I don't feel nothing. I used to think I didn't have one because I was never taught, I didn't know. You know, I thought as soon as you say, I want a feeling, it's supposed to be there, and that's not true. You have to arouse us to make our G-spots become engorged. Anybody ever felt their G-spot before? here where my middle finger is, this is how you go into the vagina. You want to kind of hook it up like a come here motion and stick it into your vagina. Up in that area, somewhere you'll feel, that's where your G-spot would be. Now, you're going to look at your porn, you're going to read your erotica, whatever it is that you need to do. And you can do this alone or you can do it with a partner. If you're having trouble doing it alone and you have a partner, invite your partner to come and help you do this exercise. So it's important for both of you all to know how long it takes before your G-spot becomes engorged. So once you go in there, now you want to start doing whatever activity it is that gets you aroused. Do it for five minutes. Now I want you to go back in there and feel around again. See if you feel your G-spot. The G-spot, when it becomes engorged, is a bumpy-like feeling. Um, some people, uh, as a raisin or something, but you can feel it. When it really becomes engorged, you'll go in and be like, oh, there it is, I feel it, it's right there. You know, um, boy, I don't have no G-spot, because you know, you don't feel it when you first go in. But anyway, so now you go in there, you feel, you don't feel it. Now go in there five more minutes, feel around again. If you don't feel it, go in there again, five minutes. You're doing five minute intervals. It takes most women at least 25 minutes before they before their G-spots become engorged. Over 25 minutes. I've mentioned this in other videos. Most men are done eating us and fucking us within 25 minutes. Ladies, you need to time your G-spot so you'll know how much foreplay you need before you even get to the fucking part, before you even let him put his dick in you, before he even starts to eat your pussy. Get yourself aroused. If you have to watch porn, if you have to read erotica, if you need dirty text messages throughout the day, if you have to play wrestle, whatever it is that you have to do to get aroused rubbing your titties, sucking your toes, whatever it is that you need to get you aroused. Do that and then go G-spot timing. I want you to put your finger in there and keep feeling around in five minute intervals until you feel your G-spot. Bam, it's easy and I promise you it'll save you, it'll help you with your orgasm. Because now once you find it, now you need to stimulate it. This masturbation technique is really important in helping you understand and know your body more so you can help yourself get the maximum pleasure for what you're giving out. He needs to kiss on you, watch porn with you, play with you, suck on your titties, do something. But y'all let these niggas come slide y'all to the edge of the bed, put your panties down, see the dick y'all, and y'all like, yeah.
You deserve to have mind-blowing orgasms. And one way to do that is to know how long it takes before your G-spot becomes engorged. And if you know, share down below just so some women can, you know, have an idea of how long they should play with themselves or they won't feel bad like, oh, mine didn't happen. Or, you know, if you're doing porn and it doesn't come, then maybe porn doesn't arouse you. Maybe you should try something else that you think gets you off and do that until you feel your G-spot. We all have G-spots. Learn to play with yours. Learn to find yours. Learn to time yours. You all know how I do it. I am Dutch Kinky Kid and I am a G-spot knowing my motherfucking body type of motherfucking bitch. Keep it kinky. 365 ways to keep it kinky. A personal journey to your own sexual exploration. Sexy, sensual, 